Mesilas Yashorim, Shir number 71. So continuing our exploration of this quality of humility, bearing insults. Sevilas Ha'albonos. The rabbis have told us, whose sins does he forgive? Does Hashem forgive? The sins of those who overlook the wrong committed against them. Ha'ne'elovim ve'enom olvim. Shomim cherposom. Those who are able to hear their hear insults, for Ainon Meshivim are able to keep shtum, keep quiet. Alem Hakosov Omer about these types of people, the Posak in the book of Judges says, Vohavov, those who Hashem loves, Kitsais Hashemesh Bigvoroso, like the emerging of the sun in its strength. The idea with this not responding is when we do something wrong, we upset Hashem. We want Hashem to not react to the way we've insulted him. So if we don't react to those who insult us, then that creates a relationship that Hashem should not react to the things that we do. They told of the great humility of Bava ben Butta. A Babylonian went up to Israel and got married. One time he said to his wife, cook for me, go and break them over the head of the door. While Bava ben Butta was sitting in judgment, she having mistaken Asma's meaning, broke them over his head. He said, why have you done this? She said, my husband told me to. He said, you did the will of your husband. May the presence bring forth from you two sons like Bava ben Butta. They spoke likewise of the great humility of Hillel. Tona Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, Always be humble like Hillel. With all of his humility found that he was not yet worthy of being considered humble. Why? Rabbi Abbao said, at first I thought that I was humble. That I was humble. But When he saw Rabbi Abba of Akko gave one reason and his interpreter another and he didn't become angry, he said, I'm not humble. The ability just to let things go to let things wash over you the truth is when we get angry it's because we feel insulted we feel slighted with why didn't someone listen to me what about me and so it's the opposite here is just to let things go obviously these things are not easy that's why they're tucked away at the back of this volume because it gets harder and harder as we progress you know where we started the 70 showroom ago when all we had to do was to think about watchfulness and to contemplate our deeds, that's you know, far more detached experience than doing these things. What about hating authority and fleeing honor? The Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, Ehabas HaMelacha, love work, and hate authority. One whose heart swells and his handing out of legal decisions is foolish. It doesn't mean hate authority, that you've got to hate those who tell you what to do, but hate the concept of you being in an authoritative position where you are lording over others. If one pursues honor, it will run away from you. The quicker you run, the faster it runs away from you. Pasuk says, Don't pursue authority. For what will you do afterwards? The next day they will come and put questions to you. How will you answer them? Rav Menachemah and Rabbi Tanachum said, 
all who accept positions of authority for their personal satisfaction are like adulterers, gewalt, who derive enjoyment from the body of a woman. Rabbi Abara said, quoting Hashem, Ani, meaning Hashem, Nikresi Kodosh. Hashem is, I'm called holy. If you don't have all the qualities I have, don't accept authority. Meaning to be someone in a position of authority, you have to have all the positive qualities. For Talmud, Rabbi Gamliel will prove it to you. Because although they were sorely pressed by their poverty, they declined positions of authority. The Gemara says, Woe to lordship, which buries its possessors. How do we know this? Through Yosef, who because he conducted himself authoritatively, he died before his brothers. That's a little bit of a spoiler alert for the Sedras we're leaning at the moment. But my friends, don't get disheartened. We're nearly at the end of this learning process. These are hard things to achieve. But in the meantime, happy Hanukkah. Look after yourselves. Have a good day.